This is the Clean Soul Podcast. My name is Dennis Curtis, and today's podcast is titled, The Helper. The Holy Spirit is our close companion. He is our helper, and He is our counselor. As Jesus was to His disciples, God in the flesh, the Holy Spirit is to us, God with us. In my last podcast, Human Effort versus Loving Obedience, I talked about obedience after we had received the gift of salvation. I mentioned that we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. He, the Holy Spirit, is a deposit guaranteeing our relationship with God. We have the very presence of God in our life. Ephesians 3, 13 through 14. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, to the praise of his glory. Jesus promised that he would send the Holy Spirit to be our advocate, our counselor, our comforter. He is God's actual presence with us, living in us, giving us eternal life right now. If you're a born-again Christian, eternity has already started for you because the life of the eternal God resides inside of you. Sure, we're going to have to leave the body, but we are alive forever. The Holy Spirit is speaking to us that we can walk and live through faith. John 16, 12 through 13, Jesus is talking. He says, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will only speak what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. Remember, faith is hearing what God is saying and acting upon his word. Shortly after I got saved, I didn't understand faith, to be honest with you, but in one case, I heard the Lord speaking to me. He spoke to my spirit. He called me to be a missionary in Scotland. I heard his voice, and I set my face like flint to obey that voice. It's a long story. I don't want to go into it now, but it took me 10 years to get to the place where God used me as a missionary in in Scotland, and it wasn't what I thought, that's for sure. It was God's way. Holy Spirit is talking, and in many different ways, but mainly with that quiet, still voice. Now, let's look at Elijah. Just after he had a great victory over the evil powers of the day that were working through the king, King Ahab and and Jezebel, Jezebel sent out a word to Elijah and said, I'm going to kill you. So Elijah ran away, and he hid in a cave. There's a lot more to the story, but I want to concentrate on the voice of the Holy Spirit. 1 Kings 19, 11, and 12. Elijah's hiding in the cave. The Lord says to him, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountain apart. It shattered the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. 
After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. And that is how the Lord began to speak a gentle whisper to Elijah. With that in mind, Jesus only spoke what he heard the Spirit saying. The Spirit was whispering to Jesus, speaking to him, I believe mostly in a spiritual voice, just from his heart. He knew in his heart. Something like intuition. Uh, That might be what intuition is, the Holy Spirit speaking to our heart. All this to say, we need to first recognize the Holy Spirit is living in us. He is speaking to us to guide us in our relationship with God and in our life in this world. Next, we need to get to a place where daily we hear what He is saying so that we can be guided into all truth. This is not impossible. It is God's will and provision for us, the presence of the Holy Spirit inside of us. He sent the Holy Spirit for this very purpose— to guide, to comfort, to counsel us. It takes time and effort, and it is a process. On our part, we need to go into that quiet place. Jesus used to go into the mountains and to be alone. He tells us to go into our inner room, into our closet, and close the door, a quiet place, to pray, to read our Bible, and to listen for that spiritual voice. He is the only one that is going to lead us into all truth. As believers, we are given the Holy Spirit. Jesus likened him to an artesian spring or a well. In John chapter 4, verses 14, it says, Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Then in John chapter 7, verses 37 and 38, He says, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the Scriptures has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. We have two pictures here of water and and thirst, too. One is when we are born again. The Holy Spirit comes into our life. It wells up inside of us to eternal life. The power of God is in us, and we have eternal life. The second is the baptism in the Holy Spirit, where we overflow with the Holy Spirit's presence. In Acts chapter 1, it talks about power to be a witness for Christ. But let me say up front, we can't be obedient without the working of the Holy Spirit in our life. If we quench Him, or if we uh, stop Him from working, we're not going to have the obedience that we want before the Lord. That is why the Holy Spirit was sent. Romans 8 tells us that the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace, but the mind controlled by the flesh is death. Holy Spirit is God on the earth today, and, of course, He is a Spirit because he is a spirit, he mainly operates in the spirit realm. That's, that's where he abides. Don't forget, we also are spiritual beings. We have a soul and we live in a body. So, the spiritual realm is where all this godly stuff originates from. 
for the most part. I mean, God can do whatever he wants. So I'm not putting him in a box. You know, he can speak to our ear audibly if he, if he wanted to. He can give us visions and all kinds of ways to speak to us. But I think the primary way that he speaks to us and that I've learned in the Bible is through our heart, through our spirit. He speaks, we hear, and then we decide to follow him or not. And it's super important that we know the Bible. It's so important we should read it, we should study it, because that's how we're going to know the voice of the Holy Spirit. He will always match up to the Bible. Maybe not exactly, but the context will always be according to the Bible. Before we were saved, we were led by our soul and our flesh, and we were bound up in the principles of this world. That's how we lived. Now that we're born again, we are in the process of living according to faith and the principles of the kingdom of God. Just before Jesus was crucified, he was teaching his disciples. In John chapter 14, verses 15 and 16, he said, If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and he will be in you. And then John 16, 8 through 11. And when he comes, talking about the Holy Spirit, and when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. I believe the first thing that the Lord is going to do, the Holy Spirit's going to do in our life is exactly what it says here in John 16. He's going to convict us of sin and of righteousness and judgment. That's exactly what happened to me. Uh, the Lord began to convict me. I remember it exactly. The first time that, that he convicted me of my sin, I was uh, with some friends I grabbed this guy's hat and I took off and running and the guy ran up behind me. I stepped into a tree well and he tackled me at the same time. At that point, I broke my leg. When I broke my leg, I kind of went into shock right away. Uh, I walked back over the car. I put my elbows on the car, bent my head down, and I thought this thought. I said, I'm no longer like Jesus. At the time, I didn't know that Jesus, none of Jesus' bones were broken, but I did know that God spoke to my heart and told me I was no longer like Jesus. It was a wake-up call for me, and from that point on, God continued to convict me of sin and of the judgment that was on my life, and it brought me to Him. The Holy Spirit reminds us of all that Jesus said and did. John fourteen twenty six. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything that I have said to you. Just as Jesus was a teacher when he was on the earth, now the Holy Spirit is just like Jesus. He is our teacher on earth. First John chapter two verses twenty six and twenty seven. The Apostle John is teaching. He says. 
I am writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. As for you, the anointing you have received from him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it was taught you, remain in him. Now, throughout the Bible, we do have human teachers. We have Old Testament teachers like Moses, the prophets, Samuel, so many people. In the New Testament, we also have teachers. We have uh, Jesus, Paul, Peter, and, and the list goes on. And the Bible talks about specific places like offices where there's a teacher pastor. And uh, I believe that Paul was a teacher in Acts. So my point is, is that there are human teachers, but are these human teachers teaching you the Word of God? There's going to be some that are not teaching you the Word of God, and the anointing here is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. So we hear what a human teacher says, even like myself. You should read your own Bible and understand what the Bible says for yourself and not take me as the last word, because I'm fallible like a man, like any man, like any woman. We're fallible, but God's Holy Spirit is not fallible. The anointing that God has placed inside of us is going to witness with the teachers. Yes, this guy's telling the truth. I can tell by the Word of God, and I know in my spirit he's telling the truth. And then some people were going to say, wow, this just doesn't sound right, and it doesn't line up with the Word of God. We know then that the Holy Spirit is telling us, yes, this is good, or no, it isn't. He is our anchor. He's our counselor, our advocate and he comforts us. We need the Holy Spirit in our life. I want to leave you with a little challenge today. I want to encourage you, if you don't have quiet time with the Lord, I want to encourage you now to make a time in your life, maybe the morning, maybe the evening, and spend some time with the Lord in Bible reading, in maybe some Bible study, and intimate worship with the Lord, and get a ch the Holy Spirit a chance. Give him a chance to speak to you and to say something to your heart so that you can hear it. And as you do this, you will grow and understand his voice. You'll get used to it, and it will become normal to you. God is with us. He loves us. I encourage you in Jesus' name. This is the Clean Soul Podcast with Dennis Curtis. Feel free to reach out to me at thecleansoul.org.